Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Nadarim Daf Tzadi. We left off on Daf Tzadi Amaral, five lines into the page at Viraf Papi Omar. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander, in honor of his wife and children, and Lina Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha Shalom. Also sponsored by Shani and Beirish Sober, Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Nathan Ehrlich, Harav Nasan Nata Shaul Ben Yitzhak Mordechai, Zechron Levracha, on the commemoration of his first yard site, his Neshama Shav Naliyah, who is also sponsored for Rufo Shlema for Esther Basara by the Lightman family, also by Simeon Moshe Kleinman, his Chush for Shlema from Moshe Ali Melech Halevi Ben Basha, also sponsored for Rufo Shlema for our dear French Mario Ben Rezel Shoshana Miriam, also sponsored by the Gross family, Lizecha Nishmas, Chana Leah Bas Moshe Tzvi, Ramosh Yehuda Ben Rav Nachum, Chaya Leah Bas Naftali Herzka, and Tzvi Menachem Ben Shmayo, and finally sponsored by Yal and Yosef Gurevich in appreciation of their children's Rebbeim and Marot. We thank all of the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship, all of the Nisham Shav and Aliyah, and all of those who need Rufush Levu Rufush Lema, Bissoch Shar Cholei Yisrael. So we started a discussion yesterday uh, about uh, whether you can be made a neder before the neder was even chal. A woman takes a neder, but she says it's only al tonight that something happens, and the tonight has not yet triggered the neder. So can you be made for the neder before the neder is chal? So the Gemara today is going to have a discussion. Is there a similar machlokas when it comes to ataras nedarim? Meaning, do we assume that perhaps when it comes to ataras nedarim, maybe everybody would agree that uh, you can only be matir a neder after it's chal? The Gemara is going to bring two rayas that that in fact is the case, then the Gemara is going to have another opinion that says, no, everybody agrees by Ataras and Dorim, but in the opposite direction. Not that everybody agrees that you can only do Ataras and Dorim once it's Chal, that even those who disagree whether you can be made for a neder before it's Chal or not, everyone agrees that you can do Ataras and Dorim before it's Chal, that Ataras and Dorim uh, for sure can be done before it's Chal, and whatever was a Raya on Amad Aleph is going to be a Kasha on Amad Beis. So uh, that's going to bring us all the way to the Mishnah on Amad Beis. And then the Mishnah is going to give us three cases that uh, where we used to grant a woman a divorce with a ksuba. Meaning normally if a woman causes the divorce, she's the one that, uh, that broke down the marriage, so then she's not going to get her ksuba. But there are three cases where she can come with a taina, and based on that taina, we believe her, and we say, okay, the husband has to divorce you, and he has to pay the ksuba. But then a takanas chachamim changed it in all three cases. A takanas chachamim made it that she can't do that because we were concerned that women who just wanted an easy way out of a marriage, they, they, they knew what they had to say. So they would just say the magic words. They would say one of these three tainas, and they would get out of the marriage with a, uh, with a ksuba. Then the Gemara is going to discuss whether an Aishas Kohen is believed that she was Nansa as far as not being able to eat truma. I mean, if an Aishas Kohen comes and says, uh, Nanasti, maybe we're not going to say the husband has to divorce her and pay her ksuba, but uh, do we say, okay, but because you said that, you can't eat truma anymore, because based on what you're saying, you're not allowed to be with your husband anymore. So maybe she loses the right to eat truma. So the Gemara is going to have a machlokas about that. And then at the very end of the daf, going into tomorrow's daf, which Agav, I might as well mention now, tomorrow there will not be a daf shir here. On Wednesday and Thursday, I'll be zooming the, uh, the daf shir, but tomorrow I'll be on a plane. So Wednesday and Thursday, I'll be do- zooming the daf shir. Friday, Alicia will give the daf shir. Shabbos Sunday, Alicia will give the daf shir. Then Monday, I will be back. So the, uh, 
the, the, at the end of the daf, the Gemara is going to discuss, going into tomorrow's daf, whether an Aishas Kohen Shenansa loses her Ksuba. Meaning, if an Aishas Kohen is Nansa, if an Aishas Kohen uh, gets raped, Rahmanul son, so she, uh, she can't stay with her husband, but does she lose her Ksuba on account of that? It obviously isn't her fault, so do we make her lose her, uh, her Ksuba? So that's going to be a discussion that goes into tomorrow's daf. So let's begin five lines into the page on Daf Tzadi Amr Aleph. So the Gemara is going to bring in Amora that disagrees with Rav Acha from yesterday. Yesterday we saw that Rav Acha holds that, uh, that there's no difference between Hafaras Abal and Hataras Hachacham. In either case, you have a Machlokas, whether the, uh, you have a Machlokas Tanayim, whether you can undo the Neder before the Neder was even Chal. But uh, Rav Papi, Amar Rav Papi says, no, Machlokas Bahafara, the whole Machlokas between Rabbi Nassim and the Rabbanon, can you undo a neder before the neder is even chal, is only when it comes to a husband being mefir, nidre ishto. That's where we say, the Rabbi Nassim Savar, enabal mefir and kein chal neder. The Rabbi Nassim says, no, you can't be mefir until the neder has been triggered, until the neder has been chal. And where does he get this from? Because the Pasuk says in Yishayahu Perch of Dalit, the chafra halavana. So what does that have to do with anything? Because the, the we darshan the word v'chafra as if it's a lashon of hafara, the ches and the hey, I guess, being somewhat interchangeable, and the word halavana as if it's chal bana, uh, the chal bana, meaning as if to say that you could be mefer only after chal the binyan, only after the the building that is made is chal, and uh, we know that making a neder is somehow similar to building something because kala noder is ki. We had several times in this Masechta. So you could be Mefer only when Chal, Bama, when the uh, the binion of the Bama, when you've already built the Bama, only when that's Chal. That's how Tosas and the Rush explain this drusha that the Gemara is making. And as you might have guessed, they say, and it's not really a drusha Gemara, it's a Simen Bialma, because what kind of drusha is this? None of the words are the real words. We're just saying words that sound like these words and uh, making a din out of it. So the real reason is only a Svara, say Tosas and the rush. They can't be made for something before the Isser is Chal. They also say that some have a gear, so a different Pasuk, so it sounds like only after it's Aleha, only after the Neder is on her, can you be made for. That's a much more direct uh, Drasha, if that were the Girsa. Thing is, that's not our Girsa in the Gemara, so they have some alternate Girsa. That's the Girsa that the Ritva has. But the Ritva says the Limud is from the words Asher Aleha. The words Asher Aleha are extra, so it's not just the Mashmaus Amilim, it's the extra words. Asher Aleha telling me that you can only be made for once the Neder is already Aleha. Shitim Betzah says, and the Mefarish as well, that the Limud is not from the uh, from the Reisha of the Pasuk. The Limud is from the extension, from the continuation of the Pasuk. Ki Hashem Tzvakos. And the Pasuk is telling me, V'chafra Alevana, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mekayim the Neder to... Uh, so therefore, we learn from there that uh, when it comes to Afara, that the neder needs to be chal first. That uh, that first you need the chalosa neder before you can do anything about the neder. But anyway, that is uh, Rabbi Nassim's opinion that ain't about meferim can chal a neder based on the pasuk. Rabbanan Savri 
Baal mefer, afal pi shalol chal neder. That the husband could be mefer even if the neder is not chal. Dixiv mefer machshavos arumim. So we learn from there that you could be mefer a machshava. What's a machshava? A neder that's still not active. The neder hasn't been activated yet. So all it is at this point is a machshava. The Chassam Sofer points out that this pasuk is not really extra to use for a drasha, and it's not even speaking about hafaras nedarim. But we learn from there, uh, from from this pasuk, that the inner of hafara, that the notion, the word, the verb hafara is uh, applies on something that's only a machshava. And memela, we apply that we apply that concept to nedarim. That hafaras nedarim also could be something that's only a uh, machshava. The Karen Ora raises the question that even according to the chacham, you can't be made for a neder before it's chal uh, without certain conditions. Uh, applying the run, the run, the run uh, lays out those conditions. So why, uh, so, so uh, why is that the case? From this possible, we should learn that uh, you're always able to be made for that which is only a machshava. So he says that according to the Rishonim that it's not a limud gomor, it's only a simon bialma. So then it's not a kash. I mean, if you say none of these are real psukim that we're learning anything from, they're just a simon. So then you can't ask kashas on. Wait, but according to this limud, it should be more expansive than the halacha really is because there is no real limud over here. But anyway, that's the machlokas between Rabbi Nassim and the Chachamim. When it comes to Afaras Abal, can Abal be made for a neder when the neder has not yet been activated by the fulfillment of the Tanai? But if a woman comes to a Chacham to be Shoal on a neder, or for that matter to a based in for Ataras Nedarim, Everyone would agree, says Rav Papi, that uh, the, the, the Chacham cannot do anything until the neder is chal, because the Pasuk says, Lo yachel dvaro, that he can't be mechalel his words. And the Chacham darshin in Mesechus Brachos, that the person who took the neder cannot be mechalel his words, but other people can make them chulin for him. So you see from there that the Chacham have the koach to be matir nedarim. So since the word yachel is a lashon of chalos also, we also see a second din from there. That the uh, hataras neder, uh, the, the, that, uh, the din of hataras neder uh, is only, only applies by when a chacham being matir neder, when it was actually chal bepoel, when the neder was actually chal. So we learn two things from the Pasuk. We learn, first of all, the very notion that there's hataras chacham, that hueinu mechalav alacherim mochlumo, so that's a very notion that there's Ataras Chacham and then a second thing that, that, that we learn from there is that uh, that the Lashon of Chalos we, we learn that the, the Ataras Chacham can only apply after the neder was already chal. That's how the Ran explains it. The Ritva just elaborates a little bit more and he says that's why he uses a Lashon of Yachel which is another Lashon of Hatara to tell me this idea as well that you can't be made for a neder before it's actually chal. And the Chassam Sofer explains he explains the Ran with a very big Yisod that applies in many, many places. He says a lot of times when we have a word in uh, Tanakh and Mishnais a lot of times one word means something and its opposite. Um, the, uh, you have an English sometimes like that uh, as well, that the same word means, uh, to, me, means doing something and it also means the opposite. So the, the word tashresh, which, uh, which, which means to, to take root and it also means to uproot, right? The same, the same word, dishun hamizbeach. So dishun means, uh, you know, ma- uh, making ashes and it also means removing the ashes 
from the Mizbech. So Yachel is a lashon of chalos, of, of, of creating chalos, and akiras chalos, and uprooting the chalos as well. So therefore we learn that you can't be made for an eder before it's actually chal, from, the, from that word which plays both sides of it, that it needs to be chal, and then you can make it not chal, then you can, and, and then a chacham, and once it's chal, then the chacham can make it no longer chal. So that's a yisod that, that emerges, that you find in, uh, in many places. Again, even in English you have like that, for some reason I'm not thinking of the, what? What is it? Cleave, right, okay, good, that's a good one. Right, so there, there are several words like that in English. Okay. So, um, so the uh, yeah. So, so now says the Gemara. The Gemara says, okay, let's try to bring a riot to Rav Papi. So Rav Papi just said that uh, that that Hataras Chacham. Everyone is going to agree it can only happen once the nether's already been chal. So we'll bring a riot to Rav Papi that Hatara can only work once the nether's already been chal because it says in the uh, in the Brisa Konim ploni. Person takes a nether that he's not going to give hanoa to anybody from his nechasim. And another nether that any chacham that comes to be to, to be mati, my first nether, I'm also taking a nether against. So the second uh, nether gets triggered by the she'ela of the first nether. So I'm taking a nether that such a person can't get hana from me, and then the chacham that comes along and undoes that nether by undoing that nether, it's triggering a second a second nether on him on that person. The uh, the Rashash raises the question that the lashon of the Gemara is any sounds like he's asking himself on both of them but really it's not true because he only becomes asr on the chacham when the yirmati the first one I mean there's never an overlap right meaning only once the set, the first neder is uprooted by the chacham only then does it trigger the second neder so the second neder is never going to uh, take root it's never going to be chal until the first neder is gone so the rashash says no it could be that there's an overlap because it could be that he wants to ask himself on the chacham as soon as he's shoel on the neder in front of the chacham, before the chacham responds, right? You ever be your matir neder? You say that whole passage, you break your teeth for a little bit, and then the three dayanim uh, respond. So what about that that uh, millisecond in between? It's never more than a millisecond. What about that millisecond in between when you uh, when you say your passage before they uh, they respond to you? So then you're still aser bahana asploni and bahana chacham at that uh, at that point. But uh, but nevertheless, he said, the Rashash points out from the run. It seems not that way. It seems that what you really mean is that only once he's matir, not only once you're shovel, only once the chacham is actually matir, only then does it trigger the uh, the the the, uh, the neder. So anyway, so you took these two nedarim. So nishal ala rishon vacharkach nishal ala sheni. First, you have to be shoal eitzel chacham, go to chacham to be shoal on the first nether. And then, once that happens, now it's activated. Your nether on the chacham, so then do a shayla on that, once, once that, that, that nether is activated. Ah, so very clear, you see, that you can only be shoal on the nether sheni, on the nether against the chacham, once it's been activated, once he was already, once he already took care of your first nether. V'i'amit nishal afal chal nether. But if you're going to tell me that there's a din, then you can be shoal on the nether, even even if it's not chal, even if the nether was not chal, then the chari, you should be able to be shol whichever one you want first. Meaning, if you're allowed to be shol on a nether before the nether is ever chal, before the nether was ever triggered, why do you have to be uh, shol on the nether of the chacham only after he was matir your first nether? 
Go to him, go be matter in the nether against him first. I, I the nether is not here yet. It doesn't matter. You're allowed to. Elamai, you're not allowed to. Elamai, it only works. The sheila on the nether only works once the nether is chal. And this is our raya. So it says, nah, not such a great raya. Mi yada ihai basra. All it said was nishal ala rishon vacharkach nishal ala shedi that you should do your first sheila and then do your second sheila. I don't know which one I'm doing first. Maybe what it means when it says the first shale is not the first nether I took. Maybe it means the first one I'm trying to be matir. So maybe enochinami. I took the nether against the guy. Then I took a nether against the chacham. That's uh, that's Shoel. And when I'm being matir, I'm being matir the, the nether of the chacham first. Maybe that's what rishon means over here. I don't know. The rishon means the first nether I took. Who knows? Maybe rishon means the first nether that I'm actually uh, being matir and not the first nether that uh, that I took. Okay, it could. Uh, it could could be, but that's uh, the, uh, the 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 Ritva writes that even though the Gemara rejects the Raya, but the Mashmaus, the simple Mashmaus of Rishon Vesheni is the first and second letter that I took, and therefore the Ritva says that's why we paskin like Rav Papi, because uh, as much as we reject the Raya uh, uh, to Rav Papi, uh, the the uh, you know we have a principle in Halacha that just because you have a way to to answer up the Raya, but it's a dachuk way to answer up the Raya. So we're not going to be somech on the dechia when it's uh, when it's not uh, when it's not so glut when it's not the simple reading. The simplest reading is still a better uh, better raya. So now the gemara tries a second raya to Rav Papi, who holds that a chacham cannot be matir a neder before the neder is chal. Elo Let's bring another raya. A person takes a neder hanoa that he's not going to give hanoa to ploni from his nechasim, and then he says. And Hareini Nazir Likisha Esh And from the moment that I'm Shoel on this nether, it's going to trigger my Nazirus. I'm going to become a Nazir. So then, Nishal al Nidro, Varcharkach Nishal al Nizro. So this one is not Rishon Cheni, where we could play with it and say, oh, who knows? Maybe Rishon was really. Because over here, there's a nether and there's a Nazirus. So we're labeling them differently. And it very clearly says, First, you take care of the neder. Once you take care of the neder, that will trigger your nazirus. Oh, now that you have a nazirus, you could be shoel on the nazirus. But it sounds very clearly that you're not able to be shoel on the nazirus before you're shoel on the neder, because the nazirus isn't chal before you're shoel on the neder. But if you're going to tell me that you could be shoel on something even before a neder is chal, then you should have had the option of being shoel on the nazirus before being shoel on the neder. If you're able to be shoel on something, it's not chal. Elamai, this is a raya that you can uh, that you cannot be shoel on a neder before it's chal. You can only be shoel once it's actually chal. So isn't this a raya to Rav Papi that everybody agrees, Rabbi Nasan and the Chachamim, who disagree whether you can be made for a neder, whether a husband could be made for a neder, it's not chal, agree that you could be shoel on a neder, it's not chal. So says Gemara, Rabbi Nassim, he, no, it doesn't tell me that everyone agrees. It, this price just tells me that there is someone that holds that you're not able to be shoel on something until it's chal. And I knew that all along because Rabbi Nassim held you're not allowed to be mefer before it's chal. So maybe the same Rabbi Nassim that holds that a husband cannot be mefer in neder before it's chal 
will also hold that you can't be shawal on a nether before it's chal. But just like the Chachamim disagree by hafara, maybe they disagree over here as well. So this price is not a raya, because the b'risa may be only a reflection of the sheet of Rabbi Nasan. Rav Papi's whole chiddush was that it's kuli that everybody agrees when it comes to she'ela. So therefore it's not a raya. So says Gemara, Amr Ravina, Amr Limaremar, we have an alternate version of our papi. Not that uh, while there's a machlokas about hafaras habal, everyone agrees that you cannot be shoalan and neder until the neder has been chal, but rather that everyone agrees that you can be shoalan and neder, even if the neder is not chal. That machlokas, the whole machlokas, Rabbi Nassim Rabbanon, whether you can be made for a neder before it's chal, is only bahafara. Avil b'she'ela, kol mefer. But when it comes to she'ela, everyone agrees the chacham could be made for afal pi chal neder. Even though the neder has not been chal, dichsiv lo yechal dvaro. Because the Pasuk says, Lo yechal dvaro. So from the word dvaro, we darshin, they can be matir neder even before it's chal. Even though it's only dibor alone. That's all, it's dvaro. All it is, it's in the realm of words now. It's nothing beyond words. Lameimra de la hava And that's telling me that the neder is not there. It's not active yet. So there's no, uh, so you don't have the maisa neder. You just have a dibor. You have a commitment to some future neder. And uh, so, so you see that. That the Chum say that still a that still uh, other people are able to be mochel uh, neder, meaning still you're allowed to do ataras chacham. So from the words lo yechel dvaro, where we learn that who ain't a mechal of that there's a concept called ataras chacham. You see that ataras chacham could apply even on only dibur, even on something that's still just in the realm of dibur and is not yet an activated neder. So now we're saying the exact opposite of what we said on Amad Aleph. On Amad Aleph, Prof. Papi was telling me that everyone agrees that there's nothing doing. You can't be mochel, uh, you can't be matir neder until it's chal. Now we're saying everyone agrees that you can be matir neder before it's chal. So the two things that we used as a raya on Amad Aleph are going to be kashas on Amad Beis because the shita is the exact opposite. So says the Gemara, so now it's a, this is one of those easy dafyomi uh, Gemaras because it just uh, flows because there's nothing new here. So meisve konem sheni ploni. person takes a nedra from ploni. That I'm not going to give hana to ploni. Ulmisha nishal love and anyone, any chacham who's matir that nedra it's going to activate a nedra against him, against that chacham. So nishal mishon v'acharkach nishal al sheni you have to first be matir the first nedra and only then could be matir the nedra against chacham because you need to wait till it's activated. Am I, but why do you need to wait till it's activated? Shouldn't you be able to be shalom whichever one you want first? Even on a an, net an, 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 that's not yet been activated, you could be shalom. So says, how do you, that's not a riot because how do you know what we mean when we say that you should be shalom, the reshod and the sheni? Maybe it doesn't mean the reshod that you took and the sheni that you took. Maybe it means whichever one you decide to be shalom first and second. So may second raya or the second kasha but was a raya on Amaralv I'm taking a neder not to be nene, not to give hanoa to ploni, and I'll be a nazir as soon as I'm shovel on a chacham on that neder. So nishal al nidro, vacharkach nishal al nizro. First you shovel on your neder, and then you shovel on your nazirus. Why do you have to be shovel first on your neder? According to this sheet, you can be made for the neder and the nazirus even before they're actually chal. So you buy a 
Bayal Nidro Nitzel Bereisha, any Bayal Nizro Nitzel Bereisha, shouldn't you have your option of being Shaul uh, on whichever one you want first? Uh, so that's a Tiyufta on the second version of Rapapi. That the second version of Rapapi that there doesn't exist a Shita that, uh, that says that you can't be Shovel until something is Chal. You see very clearly there exists a Shita. So we can't give the same answer we gave before. That's Rabbi Nasani, because this, this, this version says there's no such Shita. That even Rabbi Nasani, everyone agrees that, uh, that, you, that, that uh, you're allowed to be Shovel on a nether before it's Chal. And here you see that there's a Beferish Abraisa that you're not allowed to be shown on a nether before it's chal. That's why you need to take care of the nether before you can take care of the nazirus, because the nazirus is only triggered by the shale of the nether, by the hatara of the uh, of the nether. So when it comes to uh, paskening, the Ran on Amr Aleph and Dibra Maskal in Allah writes that we paskin like the Chachamim who disagree with Rabbi Nasan. That even though we have this machlokas between Rabbi Nasan and the Chachamim that we started the daf with, that Rabbi Nasan holds, Einabal Nefer Kain Chal Nether, that uh, even a hafara of a husband is only once a nether is chal, and the, the chachamim hold, uh, uh, the hafara of the husband could be even before a nether is chal. So the Ran writes that we paskin like the chachamim, that the hafara of a nether could be even before the nether is, uh, is chal. Why do we paskin like the chachamim against Rabbi Nassim? So the Ran says three reasons. Number one, yachid v'rab malach karabim. So that's the most basic klal in Psaq. So Rabbi Nassim is a das yachid, the chachamim are rabim, so we're going to paskin like the rabim against the Das Yachid. Second of all, the Ran says, we had Rabbi Akiva on Peitas Aleph that a woman who says, Hareini Nazira Likesha Esgaresh, that I will become a Nazira as soon as I get divorced, that the husband could be Mefer the Nazirus. So it must be that the husband could be Mefer and that they're before it's Chal, because he's not the husband anymore when the Nazirus is Chal. So it must be that he could be Mefer Nazirus before it's Chal. And third, is, we saw in Daf Peyamad Aleph that, uh, that, that discusses a woman who herself in Hana'as Ruchitza uh, forever if she's Tirchatz, so the Gemara says the husband could be Mefer. Again, that's also like Chum, they could be Mefer and Neder before it's actually Chal. The Makar for the Ran is not really, is, is from one of his Rebbeim, it's from the Ramban. The Ramban writes all of these Rayos, and then the Ramban says, and I have a fourth Raya that Allah is like Chum. The Ran only quotes three of them, but if you look at the Ramban, the Ramban has another Raya, that uh, that, Mishnah, that our Mishnah is Sasam, Kedivrayim, I mean the Stam Mishnah Sounds like the the the, the Rabbanon. and even though there's a brisa where Rabbi Nassim disagrees, the klal is when you have a stam mishnah and a machlokas in the brisa, the Allah is like a stam mishnah. So since you have a stam mishnah that goes like the chachamim, even though we see in the brisa that Rabbi Nassim disagrees, we pass like the stam mishnah. So Shalman the Dharm says, why did the Ran leave that one out? That's a pretty good right. I mean, that's mamish right here in the sugya. It seems like the most direct raya that we have a stam mishnah. So why did he leave that one out? So he says the Ran left it out because there's another. Girsa in the Mishnah that doesn't say Hareza Yafer, it says Hareza Lo Yafer. Okay, so then the Stam Mishnah is going like Rabbi Nelson. So now it changes everything. So if you have that Girsa, then it's not, even if you're aware of the existence of that Girsa, it's not going to be a Raya because you know that they can go either way, that the Mishnah can go in, uh, in either direction. So that's perhaps why the Ran says the Shalmei Nadarim why the Ran didn't bring that Raya of the Ramban. Okay, next mission now here on Amr Beis. So this mission is going to give us three cases where it used to be that if a woman would come to Beisden with one of three Tainas, uh, we say, okay, you can, you're, you're entitled to a divorce, you're entitled to a get, 
and full ksuba payment. Uh, and then the Chama had to do something about it because it just became too easy for a woman to just get out of a marriage whenever Nasna Eineha Ba'acher. If she met someone else, she was able to just easily uh, leave her marriage with, uh, with, that, with no penalty. So Barishona, originally, before they made any Takana to address the situation, Hayu Omrim, Shalosh Nashim, Yotzos, Vinotos Ksuba. They used to say that there are three women that can uh, demand a divorce and be granted one by by Bezin forcing the husband to give to give her a get, and they get uh, they get a ksuba, and, and and even though normally if a woman is the one who ruins the marriage, she's not entitled to a ksuba. If the man ruined the marriage, or if it was uh, you know just stop, they weren't getting along, she gets a ksuba. But if the woman did something to ruin the marriage, so then, uh, then, then she's not entitled to ksuba. I mean, if a woman cheats on her husband, uh, so she's not entitled to ksuba. When, uh, when, when uh, she says, look, I cheated on you, so I'm not allowed to go back to you. So, okay, so he gives her a get, but he does, doesn't pay ksuba in such a case. But there are three cases where the woman could say something, could come with a taina, that she'll, the, the, she'll get a get and the ksuba. Number one is, the Gemara explains that this must be talking about an Eishas Kohen. That the halach is that uh, an Eishas Yisrael only becomes Asura to her husband if she willingly cheated on her husband. But if she was Nansa, son, someone uh, took advantage of her, so she does not become Asura Labayla. But by an Eishas Kohen, even if she was Nansa, she becomes Asura Labayla. So if an Eishas Kohen, if an Eishas Yisrael were to come and say, I'm a Tmei Anilach, the husband would say, what do you mean Tmei Well, I cheated on you. If you, if you did that, but if it's an Asha's Kohen, she says to man, what she means is that Rahman al son, she was Nansa, so that's not, not her fault, so she's entitled to Uksuba. So if she says to man, so the husband has to give her a get because he's not allowed to stay married to her, but uh, but he's got to give her Uksuba. Now, why she believes, why does she have Manus that she was Nansa? So the the basic uh, idea that the Ran quotes is Shavya Nafsha that we have a principle that if a person accepts if a person says something that it, that that imposes a, a chumrah on them, that that becomes also for them. There is a major discussion in the Rishonim and Achronim. What are the mechanics of Shavya Why is it that just because I say something is asr to me, that it becomes asr to me? So, uh, so, so some understand that it works me din neder. Others understand that it works me din neemanos, meaning uh, I could take something that's totally mutter to me and make it asr to me with words. That's the whole concept of nedar. That's what we've been learning for the past three months. Uh, or maybe no, maybe it's not a din of a neder. It's a din of ne'emanus. That uh, if I say, if I believe that this is, uh, if I say this is us to me, we believe me about me. Meaning I, you may not believe, if I say that, that no, that's chazer treif. And we have no indication that it's not perfectly kosher meat. So I'm not allowed to eat it because we believe me about me. But we don't believe me about you. If you're allowed to eat it still, if you have no indication that there's anything wrong with uh, with that meat, right? So that's uh, the, the second possibility of how Shavya Nafshu works. Third possibility in Shuma Sakri, in the back of the Ketzeis, he writes that, no, it doesn't work me din neder. It doesn't work me din neamanus. It works me din just if you're a from person. So then you have to, and you believe that something is Asr, 
then it's usher to you. Meaning, if I believe that something is, it's not that anyone else believes me, and that, that Basin says, oh, I believe you, Klape you. No, Basin doesn't believe me at all. No one believes me. But but I believe me. So if I believe me, if I hold that something is usher, then I'm not allowed to eat it. Meaning, it's just a basic Yerushimayim, that if you, if you think that something is usher, so you're not allowed to have it. So however it works, but it's based on, that's how the Rod understands, that the reason the woman is now meant is to say, Tamei is based on Shavya Nafsha Chaticha then the Ran brings another possibility that Minadin, she's not really Ne'emenes to Asr herself to her husband because she's Meshubedes to, to the husband. Um, it's only if she says Neskadashti that she's Ne'emenes because she, uh, uh, she's, uh, she's not to any to anybody if, she's, uh, if she wasn't married previously. When she says Tamea Anilach, the reason she's believed is not really Meikar Adin. It's because the Chum are Choshesh for her Taina because generally a woman would be embarrassed to say that she was nitma, so if she was not nitma, she wouldn't be mizalzel in herself to say such a thing. For a woman to come and claim that she was violated is a very embarrassing thing. For even though there's nothing to be embarrassed about, but it's a very embarrassing thing. It's just a natural uh, inclination to feel embarrassed about it, and therefore she wouldn't say it if it wasn't uh, if it wasn't true. So we have a chazaka that she wouldn't say it if it weren't true, and that's why she's nemenis. Not a, not the, the broader sense of shavia nafshchatich disura. So anyway, so that's one case where a woman could say, I, I need a, a get, and I get full ksuba payment. An Aishas Kohen says, Tamea Nilach, that Rahman's son, someone had taken advantage of her. A second uh, case, someone who says to her, her husband, Shamayim beni levencha, that Kodesh Baruch is between me and you, meaning meaning to say that uh, the husband is not able to have children. That uh, she says, I'm able to tell from the Tashmish that it's, uh, the, his zera is not Yorakichet, his zera does not come out in such a way that's going to be able to impregnate me, and that's meaning that's that no one else knows, it's just Hashemayim, it's just me, you, and Akarj Baruch Hu really know that, no one else uh, re- really knows that. Um, the uh, the Ran quotes from the Yerushalmi that what it means is that that she feels as distant from her husband as uh, as as the distance of Shemayim uh, and Aretz, meaning that he doesn't even have Tashmish with her. And that's how the Rambam seems to understand, that that's pretty much a guarantee that they're not going to have children. He doesn't have Tashmish with her. That's what the Rambam writes in the 14th paragraph of Hilchos uh, Ishus. The Rishonim uh, quote the Gemara in Yevamus, the, the, the Gemara in Yevamus in Daf Samachai says that uh, that that that, that Taina only works if she, if her Taina, if she comes to, meaning, what if we turn to her and we say, so what? So you won't have children. Meaning, why, why is it so important to you to have children? So if she says, well, it's a mitzvah. I, I need to have children. It's a mitzvah. So then uh, it's not a Taina. Then we're not going to give her the Ksuba. We're not going to grant her the divorce with the Ksuba. But if she says, Everyone wants children. I want children because I want to be able to, when I'm to become old, I want someone to take care of me. When uh, that's why I want. So then, then we say fine. Then she gets her ksuba with her because it's, it happens to not be a mitzvah on a woman to have a mitzvah puravu. So if she, if her whole time is only machmas the mitzvah, then she wouldn't get the uh, the get and the ksuba. But if she knows to make the taina that uh, that that she's interested uh, because she wants as rasa so then we could say that then she's granted. 
the uh, the get with the ksuba. And then the third case is unutula nimina yehudim, a woman who says that uh, she asked herself hanas tashmish from anybody. She said not just against her husband. I don't want to have tashmish from anyone. I'm not interested in tashmita at all. That's nutula nimina yehudim. The fact that she's asking herself to have tashmish for the whole world and not only with her husband is an indication that it's very painful for her to have tashmish. And therefore, she's like an anusa. She just isn't someone who's cut out to be married because she can't. Uh, she's not able to have uh, to have tashmish. And you see, it's so painful for her that she takes a net and not to have tashmish with anybody in the entire world. So therefore, we force the husband to divorce her and give a ksuba. So that was the initial psak that with these three tainas, a woman come to Basin will force the husband to divorce her and pay the ksuba. But Mar, but then the Chum came along and said, no, she's not. She can't. We can't force the husband to divorce her in these three cases. Sometimes a woman knows the magic words. The only way, you know, if she falls in love with a younger, more handsome man, and all she's got to do is say uh, any of these uh, these three phrases, she's gonna, you know, someone will prep her. She'll get a good lawyer, a good divorce lawyer will say, "Here's what you got to say. You say these things, and then you get." It's like some people they know that they, as long as they they, they just could say the word pikuach nefesh, right? The, um, you know, they say, uh, "Can I drive on Shabbos?" No, I'm gonna kill myself if I can't drive on Shabbos. Oh, it's pikuach nefesh. Now you can drive on Shabbos. So you have to be able to call the bluff sometimes. I mean, it's you know the, you have to you have to know when something is actually pikuach nefesh or not. So there are magic words that people uh, will, would take advantage of. So Maris nilach. If a woman says tamei nilach, she's not believed. Tavi raya let, let let her bring a raya that that she's taka was tamei nilach. Hashemayim beni levincha yasu derech bakasha. If she says hashemayim beni levincha that he's not able to have children, then we give the husband an eitzah that he should make a suuda and be mefayeser and try to you know encourage her that uh, that he's really uh, going to want to stay with her and they'll be able to build a family together or somehow and if she says that I, I, I'm taking a neder that I'm not going to have tashmish with anybody he should be made for his chelik in the neder and the neder and everybody else will still be chal and they'll still be allowed to have tashmish amita. so now the Gemara discusses okay in Kohen, in the, initially we said in Aishas Kohen is believed to say that I was Nansa and therefore I need my get and my ksuba. And then, then afterwards they said, no, we don't believe you anymore. You got to bring a raya. That's true as far as getting paid or ksuba and receiving a get. But can she still eat truma? Meaning she claimed that she was Nansa, that she was Nivalalapasala. So she's still allowed to eat truma? So you bailu. If Nasha's coin says to her husband, Tmeani, is she now menace at least to pasle herself from truma? Because there's no chashash of Shema Enea Nasan Ba'achar as far as truma is concerned. Meaning when what she's asking for is a get and the ksuba payment. So we say, oh, I'm worried that she's going to run off with another man, and that's why she's saying this. But if the only result of her saying this is now you don't get to eat truma, so it's got nothing to do with uh, with uh, with running off with another man. So maybe we should we should keep her naamanos as far as truma is concerned. Uh, so no, she's allowed to eat truma. Because if you ask her from eating truma, it's going to possible her children, the kahuna. So it's, it's not just going to cost her truma, it's going to cost her children their, uh, their yichus. Rava Amar Eino Ocheles Eshadach L'chulin. No, she doesn't get to eat truma because she can eat chulin. So uh, it's not going to be moti laz al baneha. Everyone's going to say that she's eating chulin because there's chulin available. Why should she have to eat truma if she doesn't want to eat truma? Meaning not eating truma is not an indication that you're not a kohen. It's just an indication that you have plenty of chulin food to eat. So it's not, no one's going to be moti laz on her children on account of that. 
Amar Rav Modar of Sheishas, that Rav Sheishas is going to be Moda, Sheim Nisarmula Sheein Alchelas. That if she became an Almana, then she's not allowed to eat Trum anymore. Midiu Taimel Mishmashal Totsilaz Albanel. The only reason Rav Sheishas allowed her to continue to eat Truma was not to be Moti Laz on her children, Nisalmur of Niskarsha. But if she became an Almana or she became divorced, Sa'amri, the Hashtadit Nisa, the world is going to say that the reason she's not eating Truma is not because she was Nensa Tachas Baila, it's not because she was Nensa while she was still with her husband, but Hashtadit Nisa. Now, after she, she's Nisalmur or Niskarsha, it's only then that she became Nensa, that she was Nivalola Pasala, and therefore she becomes Pasal to, uh, to eat Truma. So that's uh, that, that's the machlokas, and uh, and and uh, that's the case where everyone's going to agree that if she's already in Sarmalo or in Iskarsha, then for sure she's not. Well, if she's already in Iskarsha, then obviously. But even if she's already in Sarmalo, that the husband died, then she's for sure not going to be able to eat truma. So now the Gemara says, okay, Amar Papa Badiklan Rava, Aishas Coin Shenensa Yesh Luxuba and Luxuba. Just a general question: If an Aishas Coin is Nensa, Rachman so she's not able to be with her husband anymore. She was Nensa. Some man was Maaniser. Does she get Aksuba or does she not get Aksuba? So we, we read the Mishnah in a certain way where the Mishnah made it clear that she does get Aksuba according to the Mishnah Rishon, according to the original Psak. That, uh, as, and, and even according to the Mishnah Akrona, we just don't believe her that she's Nansa until she brings a Raya. But if she does bring a Raya, then she's going to get her Aksuba. But uh, it, the, the, the words Aishas Kohi never appeared in our Mishnah. So we were touching up the Mishnah the way the Gemara is about to explain it. But it, it never actually said that in the Mishnah. So the Gemara is asking us a question. If an Aishas Kohi is Nansa, so is she entitled to Aksuba or not? What are the two Stadim? Since the halacha of an Eshes Kohen Shenensa is the same thing, the same halacha as an Eshes Yisrael that Beratzon goes and has an affair, so just like an Eshes Yisrael Beratzon doesn't get a ksuba, an Eshes Kohen Shenensa doesn't get a ksuba. Or maybe uh, or maybe she could say to the husband, "Look, I'm perfectly fine. Uh, you know, if I was married to a normal guy, I would have no problem over here. I'd be allowed to stay married." It's your bad luck that you happen to have kedusha skuna. So your kedusha skuna makes it that you're not allowed to stay married. That's not my problem. That's your problem, and therefore I should be entitled to my ksuba. Okay, and then the Gemara answers that that's what our Mishnah is telling us that she is entitled to her ksuba. And tomorrow again, no shear tomorrow. I'll be on a plane, but on Zoom on normal time, Wednesday, Thursday, on Zoom from the Gross Kolel in Yerushalayim.